Hello and welcome. This is 5050 Recap. My name is Mandy Damon. I'm the Families Director at City Church. I have along with me Pastor Bodie Sanders. Say hello. Hey, what's up, guys? He is our youth pastor and a teaching pastor at City Church. And then along with us, we have Lindsay Nelson also. She is one of our founding pastors, lead pastors, um, wears many hats. Say hello. What's up, guys? The three of us comprise what we call the executive team for city families. And city families is not just the adult ministry side of things for parents. It's also city kids and city youth. And all three together, it makes just a lot of sense for us to have one uniform mission, right? And that is to see families transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we're really excited because we've been working really hard over the last year to develop one consistent pathway. Um, Everything from this brand new zero to 18 discipleship plan we've created based on excellent research about child development and what we want to see spiritually happen for our kids. And then along with that, we've developed an introductory class that we call City Families 101. That is the kind of class you just attend one time. It's like like when you come to dinner with the staff and um, you get to hear the general overview of what we're doing to support your kids, um, your youth, and then what we'll do to equip parents who hold the bulk of the work when it comes to discipling in their home. And then we also have the 50-50 classes. So we've only had one so far, but the idea behind it is that we will do a different topic every time we have a 50-50 class. And that is really helpful for many reasons. But one of them is that we're just going to be able to hit some of the essentials. We'll never cover everything, right, guys? Like there's no possible way we'll be able to speak, you know, in minute detail of all the things that happen as a parent, as an adult. So, but we will hit these high points and then follow up with these recap episodes that allow you to listen in. This one's a little longer because it's our first one, right? And so that's, that's not such a bad thing, but following up after this, they'll be short enough to where you can listen to in the car on the way to work, um, while you're running errands, uh, just at home doing things as a family to remind you, and you can listen back to it anytime, what was covered in that 50, 50 class, because we also know you can't make all of them. There's no possible way that most of us are going to be able to do all of them, right? right? So um, our very first 50-50 class, we discussed identity. And so, uh, Lindsay, you were there with me um, when we you know, leaned into this. We have a, a, a city families team of adults who meet together and think through these strategies. And so we didn't just come up with this on our own. We had really wonderful team members who helped us arrive here. Do you remember what that was like? Yeah. So basically, like Mandy was saying, we're going to have um, lots of topics that we're going to talk about throughout the year. These classes will be offered throughout the year, but there's just no way that we can hit every problem or every challenge that a family faces. So what we did as a team is tried to look and see what are some of these big picture items, these kind of broad um, brushstrokes, if you will, of topics that we can discuss. And the first one we landed on was identity, because we felt like it was so important for the foundation of your family is to know who you are. And um, as Bodhi is about to get into, our our first topic is um, personal identity. And then then we're going to go into family identity as well. But we'll let Bodhi get started. Yeah. So Pastor Bodhi, I have some questions for you. Yeah. Shoot them my way. Okay. So 
one of the, you know, probably burning questions that people may have when we think about identity, because right now I think our culture uses a lot of things to describe and determine who we are. Um, but ultimately as a follower of Christ, we look to his identity and the Bible to tell us who we are. And without that, boy, does it get confusing and frustrating, right? So, um, Bodhi, when we think about this, why is clarity and confidence in our individual identities so important as parents and as just disciples of Christ? Yeah. Um, I, I think that the simplest answer, um, how make a, a long story longer, maybe, um, <laughs> uh, no, we'll try to keep it short, but the simplest answer is at the end of the day, moms, dads, we are the chief disciple makers in our families. Right. And so the, the better we understand who we are in Christ, um, the odds are the better our children will start to pick up on who they are in Christ. Um, so we, we have words and, and things to speak into their lives. Okay. And so here's the deal. We know that from zero to 18, we have these kids in our house. Um, if, if you're like sometimes my, sometimes longer, yeah, sometimes longer. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my second oldest has gone on record as telling Rachel and I that she's never moving out. Um, which is like, that's not true. Oh uh, no, it's happening. Yeah. You moving out. Like I, I, I have a, 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 a soft cutoff date at like 22. Like if you're still here and you're 22, like dad will help you pay for an apartment if that's what we need to do. But I got to get you gone. He's you know? that motivated. Yeah, I'm that motivated. Uh, some people don't want to be empty nesters. And I'm like, I think I'm kind of looking forward to it. I don't know. We'll see. I Probably the closer we get to that, that won't be true. Um, but from that zero to 18, possibly longer, um, our kids are watching us mm-hmm. and so much of how we carry ourselves will help to form their future. And so the better we understand who we are in Christ um, and what our truest identity is in the father's eyes, then the the better chances we have of our kids not falling into that statistic of 50% that walk away from the church. Right. Yeah. Oh man. That when I, I've heard pastor Matt say it over and over and over again, that how could you pick half of your children in your home? To be like, okay, they can walk away from the Lord, but because 50% are still good. Like, that's never okay for any parent at all. We all want this to stick with them and be a faith they won't walk away from someday. And so to think about that, and, and those of you who haven't read Pastor Matt's 50-50 book, I have copies every Sunday at our church. So find me, and I'm so happy to give one to you. But it's part of the reason why we give them away at every parent commissioning every year, every time we do it, because it's that critical that parents, however young or old, hold that piece and really develop it. It's critical. Yeah. Pastor Bodie, I have another question for you. So when you think about our individual identities, what are the three temptations that you talked about in our 50-50 class? Yeah. So before I get into these, I want to give credit to the person who actually came up with these that mm-hmm. I read in his book. Pete it was Scazzaro. me. No, uh, huh? <laughs> it wasn't me. No, no it okay. wasn't. It wasn't me. I'm not. I'm not smart. And so <laughs> uh, Pete Scazzaro wrote Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And in this, he talks about um, identity a bit and not letting things rob our truest identity. And mm-hmm. he says that there are three things he, he they're all P words. Um, and so I call them like the killer P's of our identity really. <laughs> um, and the first is performance and the second is possession. And the third is popularity. Performance mm-hmm. is I am what I do 
possessions is I am what I have. And temptation number three, popularity is I am what others think of me. Mm. And if we let those dictate um, mm-hmm. who we are, our, it's going to pull our eyes away from what true center should be. And that is, I am the beloved of God in Christ Jesus. So in Christ, we are the beloved of God. And that that should be like, stop right there. Mm-hmm. The, the stopping point of it all. Like, I am a beloved son or daughter of the creator of the universe right and so uh, that should be how we live out every other aspect of our lives is through that lens and so yeah those would be the three that i would say are man those are the most detrimental to our truest identity i mean is there one um you know because we we value vulnerability (laughs) within safe context at city church and is there one that you have or even still struggle with any one of those that stands out to you yeah for sure mine would be popularity but not like i want to be cool and known and seen uh popularity meaning i genuinely let what other people think of me um drive me yeah a lot so uh popularity there would be mine i guess yeah what about you Lindsay? well me and Bodie have to be so similar sometimes um i would have to say popularity too and it's funny the word popular because when i hear that i'm like i don't want to be popular like i don't want everyone to know who i am no absolutely i think that like we would be the people that's like no i'm really content and actually at my best and happy when I get to fade into the background and just watch everyone else. <laughs> yes, right? sure. Yeah. Well, and so that makes me think and kind of my the other P that I compete with is probably the performance. But it but you mix those two, you marry those two together, and it's more about um, I can have struggle with what people think of me of like how I did, how did I perform, how did I do, did I do this okay? I, I'm a big words of affirmation person. Yeah. Tell me I did a good job. Um, please don't tell me I didn't do a good job. Um, so I, I ask for your opinion. I yeah, want it to be nice yeah, to yeah. No, I, I never realized how big words of affirmation were for me until like the last probably like year and a half. Uh, that is huge. It's man, huge. it matters. Yes, it does. And so I think I'm I'm both of those things with the the killer peas. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for sharing that guys. Cause I am sure that that resonates with plenty of people. And so I think what we're hoping is that as you listen to this, that you examine what, you know, which of those three that maybe you personally need to work on and, and think through and ask the Lord to reveal a path and a, a, a one step. We're big fans of just incremental gains here, yeah. not overwhelming, right? Yeah. Um, and then Pastor Bodie, last question for you so far um, is what's one simple first step, like I just mentioned, that we can take to build an identity based upon Christ? Yeah, I, I think it's three in one, really. So <laughs> I'm, I, I'm cheating here somewhat, uh, but I think it'll make sense. I, I think it really all boils down to what's our relationship with father, son, and spirit, Mm -hmm. right? So are we spending time with our good father who Mm. truly does love us and, and wants the best for us? Are we spending time with him? Are Mm -hmm. we watching our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ? Are we looking at him in scripture and like Mm -hmm. saying, okay, this is how, uh, my life should go. I mean, this is like, I want to follow Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Am I being a disciple and apprentice of Jesus? Mm -hmm. And lastly, are we letting Holy spirit lead us, um, love us? Um, so I would say like, it starts there, like our relationship with God, the father, God, the son and God, the Holy spirit. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I, I think 
when you say that, uh, one thing that has been so instrumental in my life, even as a child, and this is why this is a um, really critical piece of what we do in City Kids on Sundays, and um, and then someday when we do VBS, yes, that's coming. Um, I think about how scripture memory is so powerful, and it's so simple. And so even even when I have to put a post-it on the mirror in the bathroom or um, in my car or something like that, that has been a great step for me in that, you know, I can read and say, like, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. And and um, just all the words that Jesus spoke over every single person he encountered in the Bible and the grace that he exuded and pick any of those and memorize a piece of that. I mean, that's hiding God's word in your heart so that we might not sin against him is one of the the steps that I have had to hold pretty firmly to. And you'll be surprised when those things come back to you when you need it. Yeah. I would say this too, like when we're talking about our, our individual identity as it shapes our family and our family identity, um, we're not always going to get it right and we're going to make mistakes and there's grace for that. Um, but what's our heart posture? You know, are we, are we intentional, about wanting to lead and love our children well. Well, and I think, you know, you look at this huge big picture of raising a family and raising kids, and it is difficult to look at it and and not get overwhelmed mm-hmm. and not feel like, you know, I have to figure this all out. And that's not what we want you to do. When, when you're listening to this or you're attending a 50-50 class or a one-on-one class, we really try to overemphasize um, take one step. What's one thing I can do in the right direction? Because we're not all going to move to the end miraculously. And we're all on this journey together. So what's one thing I can do personally, because we're talking about personal identity right now. So personally, what's one step I can take in the right direction? Yeah, we want it to be linear, but it's just not. It's way closer to my son's artwork right now, which is just scribbles on a paper. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the family journey looks like a lot of the times. Yeah. And thank goodness for that, Grace. <laughs> we talk about, um, you know, the three key factors within 50-50 is authentic relationships, active faith, and abundant grace. Yeah. And those apply to us. Yeah. And so I, you know, I, I fostered for a few years and I could not have done that without the authentic relationships. Mm-hmm. There's no way. And parenting, loving another child takes a whole lot of active faith. Yeah. And, you know, so this is, you know, we, we just, you know, described a, um, a target in our, um, 101 class where we want to get everybody to the center of that target. The win is to be intentional. And so you're going to hear that word from us a lot, but we we're only hoping like if you're out there orbiting and you're in crisis, we just want to get you to the step of surviving. Yeah. And so we're going to keep encouraging you along that pathway that, um, we know that in some areas you are going to be nailing it. Because you've worked Killing hard to get, yes, because you've been working so hard to get to that place, or maybe some pieces come more naturally. Some people, um, there's you know, a family at City Church that's really good at managing their finances, very intentional with that, and and and, and yet in other ways, some of us are like, oh man, you know, I, I time alone with the Lord, not killing it there. Yep. So we will continue to put that in front of you that you know there's it there's a sliding scale. And it applies to different areas of our lives. Right, Lindsay? I think at the end of the day, it is a, um, like, you you think of, like, waves, like, up, down, up, down. And it's steep and, like, big, drastic falls. Um, Our hope is that it just becomes kind of like a, 
just nobody can see my hands right now. Less dramatic. That. Yeah, <laughs> He's way less dramatic. More of a, a fishy uh, yeah, move. Yeah, more like, you know. Less of a dolphin move. Way more chill. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So, Lindsay, let's move on then to family identity. And my question for you is, why is clarity and confidence in our family identity so important to our families and actually the family of God? Well, I think, um, again, number one, we've already talked about is this personal identity. You've got to know who you are. You've got to be confident in who you are as a parent. Like we said earlier, we're not going to always get it right. We're not always going to know the answer. But then it's really important um, to not only think about your personal identity, but also to think about your family identity. Um, one of the things that I have found so helpful for our family, and I know um, it's talking with even our um, team together and things is the family of origin. So where did you come from? I think it's really important for everyone to understand where I came from who I came from, whether I like the situation or not is doesn't always even matter. But um, I've, I've got to understand um, who my family of origin is, because this is what I revert back to. Mm-hmm. You know, I can make all these plans to do all these grand things. But if, if I don't set my identity and understand my past and even mm-hmm. where I came from, then I'm going to revert back to what I know. And so I think it's really important to again, have that identity of the past so that we can come up with a plan yep. to move forward in the future. Lindsay, so what is what is a family mission statement? You laid that out in our 50-50 class, and I think it's one of the most powerful ways that we can serve our families. So in developing a family mission statement, I think it's really important to, like we already talked about, know who your family of origin is so that you have identity so you're not reverting back to what you once knew, yep. but it also moves you forward. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a great way to um, know what you want to do mm-hmm. in the future. That's good. That's good. So then knowing that it's so important and knowing um, what it is, you know, it's that it's that uh, it gives you the ability to say no to what your family isn't and to say yes to what it is. And uh, so knowing all of those things, how do we develop that family mission statement? Give us some steps. All right. So one of the things that we looked at as we're developing our family mission statement, even our Nelson family mission statement is what do I want my family to look like? What do we want our identity to be? When my kids leave my home, what do I want them to take with them? What do I want them to look back at and go, this was the core values of my family. This is who we were. This is who we are. Um, So what do we want our family to look like? What do we want our kids to leave our house with? Bodhi said he's never, his kids are never leaving the house. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Apparently, or maybe just, just one of them is never leaving the house. But when they do, what do I want them to take with them? Um, and then what do we value as a family? What do, what's most important to us? Um, at the end of the day, what do we want our kids to, to love and, and to do? So for us and our family mission, um, it's very simple. I like things that are simple. My, I have a video of Sophie. She was like, maybe two, maybe not even yet two, saying our family mission statement. So we like to keep it simple. And you can really encompass a lot of things in a really simple mission statement. I know a lot of families who come up with beautiful, um, you know, kind of lengthy things, which I think are awesome. But can you, you know, bring it down to uh, 
where your kids can remember it and they can live by it and walk in it. So ours is um, love God, love each other, choose what's right. And really there's so much that can be encompassed in that. And so um, I think for our family and, and my recommendation for you is to keep it simple and come up with things that all your family values. Yeah, I would say too, when you're thinking about a family mission statement, um, there's a number of ways you can go about that, man. Maybe you've got your, you're just new to, to raising and you've got little littles, you know, maybe still in strollers and car seats, kind of little mom, dad, you guys sat down, um, sat down at the table once you've put baby to sleep and, and start to think through these things. But if you've got like even slightly older kids, four, five, six, you know, invite them in on the, on the process. Um, let them, uh, give their two cents to the matter because they are a part of the family as well. Right. And so, and you might be shocked at the, the really great things that could come out of listening to how a five-year-old sees the world and, um, the, the input that they can bring to that. So I would just say, yeah, like do it as a family. Yeah, I, I love that you mentioned that because even even last Sunday morning, there was a little kid when we asked, you know, what do you, who would you like to be just like, or if you could turn yourself into somebody and become that person, who would it be? And one little girl said, Jesus, mm. because he's kind. Mm. Mm-hmm. Kids know, they pick up on these things. They're so sensitive and intuitive and the world hasn't, you know, ruined it's, things it's, for them it's, it's not the minutia, right? right. Like, like they just see... Like that's what it is. That's what I see. Well, I think when you give your kids the opportunity to be a part of what you're talking about, what you're building and the the things you value, they're going to hold on to that. They take ownership of it. Yeah. They, they own that and they get to be a part of who your family is. It's not just you as a parent dictating, you know, what the family's going to do. We all got to be a part of it. So we all get to own it. That's so good. Yeah. Uh, One final thing, you know, we've talked about how, you know, we need to just pick one small step, an incremental gain, a 1% thing. Lindsay, what is one simple step we can take towards building that family mission statement? Well, I think um, the easiest step is what we've just been talking about right here is talk to your kids, talk to your teenagers, talk to your little kids that talk to your spouse um, if if you're married and just open the conversation. Let's just start talking about what do our values even look like? Like what direction are we going? What do we want our kids to leave this house with? Um, your kids obviously won't know what they need when they leave the home, but, um, start talking about it with your family and it doesn't have to don't overthink it too. I I feel like that's something that I can tend to do. I like, I've got to come up with this perfect, you know, statement, this perfect thing that's going to be our forever. Yeah. Don't, don't let it overwhelm you or overthink it, but just begin to talk about it, um, with your family. Um, and I just, I just want to really add before we kind of close up here too, is you are doing a really great job. You're killing it. You're killing it. You're listening to this. You're attending the 50-50 class. You've come to 101. You're bringing your family to church. You, you're you doing a really, really good job. And this is a really difficult, difficult task to raise a family. And I just want to encourage you for a moment. You may not be killing it on all things. 
and that's okay. We are not going to be perfect. We're going to strive to do our best and be our best, but we're never going to be perfect parents. And I just want to give you grace in that and just tell you, you're doing a great job and keep moving that ball forward. We talked earlier about, you know, we're not always going to come up with um, a million things to get from point A to point Z, but just what's one step? What's one positive thing I can do in the right direction? I've really dropped the ball in knowing my identity or whatever. Let's pick the ball up. Yeah. Just pick it yeah, up yeah. and then how are we going to move it forward? But I just want to encourage everybody before I, I step off that um, you're doing a really good job mm-hmm. and, and just wanting the desire to grow is is significant. It means something and in your kids are going to see it too and notice it. Bodhi, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Uh, I mean, we love you. We're praying for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like Lindsay said, we think you're killing it. Um, and we're just going to pray that that continues. Yeah. Yeah. We're really proud of you for taking the time to listen and to, um, (laughs) as our first go of a team doing a podcast episode, thanks for bearing with us. Uh, we will only get better from here. uh, Yeah. I was going to say we (laughs) would promise that we're going to get better, but I mean, that could be a lie. (laughs) We're going to really do our best guys. (laughs) So, um, just to, to final closing thoughts, uh, be on the lookout for future, Families 101, the City Families 101 introductory class and future 5050 classes. Those are coming. And right now on cc.guide, you can sign up for Family Camp. It is April 21st through the 23rd. Last year was amazing. Amazing. And so we just really encourage you to make this investment. It's not too expensive. If you need help, talk to me. And uh, we will we will do our best to help you get there because it is it is that formative and in that important that not only do we gather together uh, to learn more about parenting, but it's also important for building those core memories with our kids. So sign up. We want them to have these amazing memories with you. And sometimes vacations are like quadruple five times as expensive as this type of weekend. So we want you there. The camp is fantastic. The food is actually pretty good for camp food. Yeah. Pretty proud of it. So uh, if you'll just um, reach out to, you know, Mandy at citychurchtulsa.com, Bodie at citychurchtulsa.com. Lindsay, we should get you an email. (laughs) Maybe you don't want one. But um our, our in closing, you can thing- have mine. <laughs> All things get diverted yeah. to Lindsay at citychurchdelsa.com. So thank you for listening, guys. We are praying for you. We sure love you. And we hope you have a fantastic day.